are back for another episode of the ABJ podcast. Uh, episode seven, seven. We're up to seven, closing in on uh, the. You can't hold on. Can everyone hear me? We're good. Double check this real quick just to make sure. All right, yeah. Um, it got me scared backstage a little bit there. But anyway, uh, if you know, let's uh, let's make sure we get the uh, follows going on all social media for not only myself but my guests. My guest links are below, as well as the audio side of things. So if you're if you are watching on YouTube, you can you want to check this out in your car and catch up on past episodes. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, platforms like Spotify, Apple. Google the whole nine. Also, if this is your first time watching on the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe and like button. It helps out a very long way. Um, I've been watching uh, over 96 or 86% of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. So make sure you hit the subscribe. It costs you nothing and it helps me out so much to help this channel growing. Uh, we just surpassed 300 subscribers and we're on the quest now for 500. Can we do it by the end of the year? I don't know but we can try. So make sure you share this out to your friends and uh, tell them to subscribe to the channel and support ABJ. Um, without further ado, let me bring in my guest for episode number seven, the one, the only, Abs. You can't hear anything? Your mic is gone. I have no idea what happened. Maybe back out and come back in. Oh no, Abs 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 messed it all up. Um, we're gonna say it was all working right until this. Hold on. Um, let's try this real quick. We're I can't even do my 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 private chat. What is happening here? Hold on, maybe he's gonna reset. While we're we're getting that going, um. Everyone in the chat, Mick Thompson here hanging out with us, Scott in the chat hanging out, um, some other people. Yeah. Can, anything? Can you hear us? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's right. The leave. Hold on. I'll text them. Check your phone. All right. He's going to leave and come back. Maybe that'll fix it. Um, that's the the beauty of doing it live, baby. Um, but, yeah, so really excited to have Abs on. We're going to learn about, you know, his training, his character, everything we got going on. We're going to talk about how the contest of champions went because he had a really cool moment there over the weekend. Um, tons of cool stuff. Also, we can announce as well next week, is going to be V Marino is going to be on the podcast next Tuesday. So excited to have V Marino on V Marino on, uh, which will be episode uh, eight. Okay. Try I'm back. I'm now back. we can hear him. Yeah. I all have right. no idea what happened. So what's going yeah. on, Abs? I'm doing I'm doing good. Let's forget that all happened. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. So uh abs, man. We so there they are. In living color on the podcast. Look at those beautiful, beautiful rock hard steel abs. That's all they're gonna get. <laughs> That's all it's all you get right now, people. Um, let's dive into this, buddy. How let's ask the basic podcast question here. How did you get into professional wrestling? Uh I I answer this on almost all the podcasts I've been on. I've done it was a late bloomer. 
I started in, I started watching it in my freshman year of college. So really late in life, real late bloomer to this whole thing. Uh, but once I, and it happened to be a Monday Night Raw episode. I was in my friend's room in in, in college in our in his dorm. He had Raw on, watched it, and then hooked ever since. Yeah. What was the first character you seen? Oh, uh, I think it may obviously. Well, obviously, you know, you hear of John Cena, you hear of Undertaker, you hear of all that good stuff. The first one I actually tuned in and gravitated towards was uh was Sheamus. Sheamus, I love it that. Was, it was during the time where he was like just de- just debuting on Raw and like he was going on that huge huge push yeah. towards the title. So and that's sort of where it locked me in. Perfect. Now you're from you're from the uh, upstate New York area, correct? No, I'm from the city. The city? Oh, you're from the city. Okay, yeah. I thought you were from more upstate. All right. So what 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 borough? Manhattan. All right, from Manhattan. So. Um, now you're you're in college, you know you're doing the theater background, correct? Like you're doing a little bit of theater. Well, I was I I study. I mean, the theater stuff also kind of came after college too. Honestly, I I liked theater. I liked acting. Um, I'm not like classically or formally trained or anything, but I did a few school plays and all that stuff. Uh, it was after college I got into improv. Um, but I didn't go to college for any type of acting or type of stuff like that. You know? Yeah, it was more like just hobby stuff. Yeah, more hobby stuff. Awesome. Now but that's what when, I gravitate towards in wrestling, the more the theatrical aspect of it. Absolutely. Like, and and it's not a not like, like I don't think it's a knock on your wrestling to say that, but I think what makes you stand out is the character. Right. Your, your I am not a star athlete by any means. I am yeah. not a a stud athlete, so it's what I have to lean back on. Yeah, I think you're very self-aware of who and what you are. And I think your personality and who you are as a person is what you're going to make, how people are going to fall in love with you as a performer. Exactly. But I have, yes. I've had surprise spurts of athleticism, but I'm not a full-blown athlete. Yeah. Um, so when, you, when you're doing this is like, you know, you're, you found that wrestling bug, you kind of found that acting bug. Now you're kind of putting it together and you're looking for a possible, like, how did the idea for you, like, I want to do this now and train. How did that, that process all come into, into fruition? I think once I started really getting into it and, and watching it, I, I, I knew immediately I wanted to do it because it looks like just fun. And I've always done that type of stuff growing up, you know, uh, fighting with your chore- choreographing action scenes with your friend and all that stuff that, so I've always done done that type of stuff, but uh, it was it didn't really accumulate until after college. But a uh, fun fact, uh, I I for a school trip, I went to college in New England in Connecticut. So um, we uh, me and a bunch of other wrestling friends took a day trip up to uh, the New England Pro Wrestling, the New England Academy, uh, New England Pro Wrestling Academy, where Chaotic Wrestling, there's their whole school, yeah. and we did like a little day. Uh, session with them and it was fun and who was who one, one of the notable names leading the class was um one of the the uh one of the viking raiders he was warbeard hansen then wow or hansen back then yeah but yeah now uh ivar from the viking raiders like yeah. ran the class so that was a fun little thing so so now you come back to new york and you're looking for a school mm-hmm. uh and you stumble on uh a pretty Pretty badass place. 
a place you are very familiar with. Uh, well, I'm a, familiar with it because from, of the people who came from it. Through other people that came out of there. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, I trained at the World of Unpredictable Wrestling, ran by Hall of Famer Johnny Rods. Yes. Now, I I have my my uh, people who I've known who've came out of that school through Bad, Bad Billy Walker, you know, Masha Slamovich, uh, Prince Ahmed. Um, I'd be Bruce Leroy. I believe is another one that's on the scene now that came out of there. Bruce Leroy. Yeah, Randall he's, Lee. He's, Brando, sorry, yeah, Bruce, I always say Bruce Leroy because it was a UFC fighter. Brando He's... Lee, Brando Lee came out of there. Um, I always get those two confused because the, it it's the Bruce Lee thing. Anyway, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the faceless ones came out of there. Yeah, uh, there's a, a ton, a ton of people have come out of that school. And what the the best and part you know about what? that I'll is, I'll tell you this: I started before all of them. Yeah. Yes. So. Walk us through signing every up. Li- literally every list you named there, except for Billy Walker, you know, because he was the he was the basically he helped me a lot. Um, but basically, every active wrestler on the indies you see now that you just listed, uh, that are from there, I started before them. That's awesome. Um, now some some old, not an, but I'm not better than that. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe the D both uh, both the Dudley boys came out of that school. Yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, of who else from ECW came out of there? Um, um, Strike Matt Stryker, who I've met that, a bunch yep. of times. I like, I love Matt Stryker. He's a really fun, interesting guy. Uh, Dreamer. Who Dreamer, we saw yep. Over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Taz. Mm-hmm. Bill DeMott. Just pretty much guys who just and have big, that and grit. Big and yes, big cast as well. The just, probably the more probably the more recent big name to come out of Rods. Yeah. Now that school just develops grit. It it develops toughness. It develops just things that in the business when you see people come out of their character wise, you're like, oh, these they're 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 humble, they're respectful to the business, but they can handle themselves if need be. If if yes, things yeah. were to get if things were to go south in a ring, they know how to get themselves out of it. Yes, I like to think so. I like to think so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How now explain to us this, like going into that school and just training under that those environments and being like they're old school, man. They're gonna stretch you out, they're gonna they're gonna teach you some pressure points, they're gonna teach you some locks. I'll they're... tell you freaking that's hap- mostly uh yeah, cowboy Billy Walker has been the one who stretched me more than anybody while I was there. And he's honestly he's made me He's tried to make me be a monster, but he's made me like a real. But I think through all that, he's I've excelled in um, just selling and all that stuff because you you gotta know how to how it feels if you're gonna sell it. He would say, mm-hmm. so he would do it to us for real. His whole thing was, I'm not gonna, I don't want to hurt you. I'm just gonna fuck you up a little. Yeah, that was <laughs> absolutely. Thing. And then stretch you out a bit, and then love, and then. Uh, real mean son of a bitch in the ring, but when you're but outside of it, uh, he loves you, he, he, he loves you like absolutely. He, he's he is uh, he's someone like I look forward son. to seeing all yeah. the time. Yep, he, he'll give you a giant hug, he'll tell you in the but he's not going to sugarcoat anything, he's going to tell no. you 100%. You know, if you're if you're if you're doing well, if you're not doing well, what you need to do to get exactly. better. Yeah, I, I love that guy to death. Um, but what was what was training in that school like? It was a lot of basics. You really, really nail your basics down. If anything, like your rolls and bumps, you practice it till no end almost every day, oh, every time you're there. 
So you don't really get a whole lot of time to develop a, a, a character or um, like, or like you seldomly get to really f- focus on like big old moves. You just really work on your basics and that, and they kind of drill it right into you. Yeah. Now, how long were you uh, under that, under that roof and, and working under there? I stayed there for five years and then 2019 February in around February, I, I left and came out here. And that's when you started, you know, taking some bookings and, and starting your, your process here. Awesome. Yes. That's, 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 that's some, it was cool to see at the sanctuary that you guys all kind of had that reunion where you had all that, like you kind of all were all in the ring together and took that photo. It was kind of, it was, it was neat to see. I remember yeah. just looking at them like one of these things look like they don't belong. And it was, it was definitely you. <laughs> I, yeah, every, I, I have, I, I'm, I guess you could say I'm different than most of them. I guess I'm not the, I'm, I'm not a tough guy in the ring but i know i know what i'm doing so absolutely yeah mm-hmm. now uh, a big a big breakout for you um in your career was camp leapfrog yes i like to think that's started my whole career pretty much got it on the traje- trajectory it's on now mm-hmm. well I, I i would i would absolutely agree with myself in that boat as well uh coming into camp leapfrog i came in uh my first show I was involved in was Frog Sport, and it was it was a two it was a two for one weekend show yes. where Frog Sport was one day, and then Heavyweights was the next day. Oh yes, you yeah. witnessed me and Big Vin. Yes, yes, uh, we will definitely talk about that. But Leapfrog was a situation, man, where I felt like it helped talent in the ring. It helped talent develop character. It helped talent understand a storyline and how to push a storyline um the 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 brotherhood and 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 family like i know yes. that's a, that's a term that's thrown out way too much in the wrestling business but man it wasn't really camp but it felt like camp like i felt like if we all had tents and we legit stayed there it was beautiful like the, the it was a gorgeous we... property beyond for one i yes. love i love the campground so much and i hope we can go back and do some stuff there more yeah yeah but the bond that was just made between everybody was was something that was really special. I met some, I met some of the best people at Leapfrog. Yeah. So let's let's before we I want to go back to Leapfrog and how you kind of broke into there and, and developed this character. But we talked about a little bit about the Big Vinny match. So if you don't know Big F and Vinny, uh, the son of nine one one, that Big Vinny gets a lot of work on GCW. I believe he's done some stuff with Grimm's Toy Show. He's been around for a very, very long time. All around the New Jersey area, yeah. Yeah, and he is a presence, but also one of those guys who looks like he's terrifying and he's everything that he looks like. But he's an angel. But he's a giant teddy bear angel. I love him to death. Yes. So how did this match come about to walk us through the setup? Because... Vin has a bit of a sense of humor during this as well. Yeah. Um, the whole setup is, um, I think someone stole my lunch. So yes. <laughs> it had, and it re- so I called him out to come to the ring. It turned out it was him. And then I got, I wound up and he's such a prolific, um, hardcore wrestler. So I wound up find- digging myself into uh, my first hardcore, real hardcore match. Yes. Now, and boy, did it show, but it was yes. still entertaining and fun nonetheless. Yes, yes, it absolutely was. But the funny thing about this, we'll pull the curtain back a little bit, because I actually had a conversation with him at GCW about it. And he said it was funny because you guys were like 
in a group or a text thing and you kept like texting him and he just purposely kept no selling your text he said so like <laughs> you, it kind of he said he said like you kept like oh kind and he was like gave you really vague like yeah do this do that and then like would kind of leave you unread and i just remember the whole day he just kept death staring you like there's not even it cameras was, on. It, was, it was intimidating honestly yeah and he just kept and you i remember you talk you came over to me and you're like is vince still staring at me i go yeah, yeah, he's not. He's staring right at you, and you're like, "What is going on right now?" And you're like, oh, yeah, like something." <laughs> like you really didn't have that conversation with him. It was kind of just done in the ring. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was gonna be fun and all that, and I and I know I'm I I've never done like the hardcore stuff, so obviously you're coming in a bit nervous. Um, that was the first ever power bomb bump I've ever really taken, and it was happened to be through my first ever chair bump yeah so through two through two chairs and it was perfectly fine yeah you guys took care of each other it looked amazing it told the story you need to tell that that's when you introduced the thumbtack ab roller oh i didn't it didn't have the thumbtacks on it yet but eventually when i wound up no it didn't it was just a regular ab roller when i ever i i end up in another death match whatever situation there's definitely gonna be some thumbtacks on it yeah it was it was really fun, but let's rewind a little bit here with the Camp Leapfrog. So you come into Camp Leapfrog as as the lovable abs. Um, at the time when you first came in, you had longer hair. You're you're rocking some locks on you, and you almost yeah. became um, you and Abby Jane almost became like the mascots and the heart and soul of Camp Leapfrog. Like mm-hmm. when Camp Leapfrog, when people thought of Camp Leapfrog, it was attached to abs and Abby. It would that's just. That you guys were the lifeblood of the company. Like, sure, like Killian had their show. That big, like everyone had their moments to shine. But the essence of Camp Leapfrog, I felt, really came through you and Abby. I and I, I 100% agree with that. I like to. People can say whatever they want. I truly believe I was the a like the real like heart and soul of Leapfrog because I was started through Leapfrog. Everything I have is because of Leapfrog. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and Leapfrog shutting down affected me drastically. It felt like I had to go right back to square one with all my stuff. Yeah, and I love everyone there, but they all had established names already, so they they were fine once Leapfrog went away and Leapfrog coming back. So they were fine. They all had established names. People knew who they were. They had their own thing going. I had to sort of really start from scratch again. Yeah, because Leapfrog is where was my launching pad. Yeah. Um, now you had the, the part, you're known for the participation trophy at, at leapfrog where it was I essentially still have it. the, the, the losing trophy if you, yes. if you lost, you kept it. Um, but, uh, Wait, I if, love, if, yeah, if you lose, lose the match, you keep the participation trophy. Wait, what? Cause that's how, that's how it worked. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've been knocked out all the time. Every time it's been announced that way. So yeah, yeah so unfortunately I'm that's how it went down. I'm wondering why I keep getting it handed back to me afterwards. Yeah. Leapfrog also had the, uh, what was it, the fanny pack? Like the 24-7 fanny pack? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was funny. It was a funny situation. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Camp Leapfrog, unfortunately, uh, did come to an end. Um, but keep an eye on Camp Leapfrog social media as well as High Tension. There might be some yes. cool things in the high future. High Tension is slowly, is, is slowly but surely in increments reviving it. Yes, which is, thank God. Um, 
There is something coming up very soon in a couple weeks with High Tension. Uh, they're bringing back the Christmas Trio show, which was yes. almost Leap- like a Camp Leapfrog style show. Leap- Camp Leapfrog's baby, and Leapfrog is forming a team going against those. We're going to make sure those that dastardly, e- evil Ethan Wilde doesn't succeed because he has all the properties uh, for Leapfrog. So he's basically so- holding Leapfrog hostage. Yeah, so storyline-wise, if Team Leapfrog beats uh, Ethan Wilde, there could be a resurgence of camp again, essentially. Is, is essentially, what yes, and this do. is Camp Leapfrog's tournament, so... Mm-hmm. So that's going to be coming out, I believe, on uh, December 20th, I believe. 20th it's and, and 22nd. It's like two okay. different... Yeah, something like that, yeah. So uh, definitely tune into that on, uh, on YouTube, I believe, it's going to be on... I don't think it's going to be on IWTV this time. Um, I feel like it, I, I don't know. It might be on IWTV, but I think it's probably gonna. It's also going on YouTube. But I yeah. definitely know it's going on YouTube. It might yes. go on IWTV later. Who knows? But so make sure you head over to the High Tension Wrestling uh, YouTube channel. It is linked below. If you go down to the promotions I work for, uh, and under on this channel, you can go follow that and and see the. Hopefully, you guys pull it off. I and want I want the rebirth of Camp Leapfrog. And if you go and if you tune into High Tension Halloween, you get a little sneak preview of uh, Team Leapfrog. It's me and Tyrant, and that's a big boy team. Yeah, that's that's a hoss as a hoss right there. The hoss but, team, uh, baby. So, what was the process like for you after Leapfrog ended, uh, and then kind of like the pandemic kind of coming coming back to a little bit of a normalcy and and rebranding? Like not really rebranding because you kind of stay true to your character, but kind of refining your steps again. Um, well, per- my stuff in my personal life started like be- taking more priority, honestly, but like I was still, I was still like reaching out to places, going to shows, getting my face and name out there a little more. Luckily, some people knew who I was like at, like when I come out there, Leap really, really taught me the real range of what Leapfrog was. People knew who I, who I didn't expect knew who I would, I was, knew who I was, um, but it basically, yeah, it's basically just me starting over and going around, helping out at shows, showing my face, and um, and it's paid off sometimes. But I also had some stuff going on in my regular life too, so a lot of things had to be balanced. Now, kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit for people who are watching, if they've never seen the character Abs, essentially you are you are a man with very sculpted body and abs yes and i am just, a fat guy with abs yes um and the abs are just indestructible they are like they are like Completely. samoans heads and and ring aprons they are the hardest things yes. in professional wrestling yes um people damage themselves hitting you in the abs um and a few known broken wrists and knuckles yes and absolutely ankles. now the fun thing about your character that I personally love is especially when I go to a promotion and I'm there for the first time. And maybe it's like, you're somewhere um, where you're also there for the first time, or you're still trying to get your foot in the door and, and people walk in and they immediately see your character and they're just like, what, like, what is happening? Like, because even you yourself, you're, you're, you're a goofball. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't take yourself seriously. You're very humble. You're very quiet. You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not like, look at me, look at me. Then you come in as your character and you do what you have to do. And I think every time I've watched you work and people didn't understand the character, the first three minutes of the match, they hate it. They you, immediately people Jim Cornette you. They're like, this is stupid. What are we watching? 
and then you win them over every single time. You find a way to do it. I found something. I've I've discovered that. Like I, I have a very visual gimmick. So I, the minute I come out of the curtain, people will react to it. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, people just want to immediately hate it, and I I love watching the crowd and people react to you while you're wrestling. Because, like I said, people immediately just want to be just they just want to tear it down. It's right. It's crazy because people love and attach themselves to over-the-top, wacky, zany characters in professional wrestling. But we're also at a point now where people listen to the, the Jim Cornettes and the, and I'm sorry, Johnny Rods, but the Bubba's of the world sometimes where they kind of tear down characters and say, this is what ruins the business is these style of characters. But then once the fans attach themselves to those characters, they be, they fall in love. You know what I mean? Like the characters are the ones who... Like sure, like they'll never be put world champions, but they're still really essential to what wrestling needs. Yeah, exactly. I even got like praised um, once some um, uh, another leapfrog match, another well, well, well-known leapfrog match of mine, the one with Blank. Nine one one, Vinny's dad actually said my timing was really good in that match, so it was always good to hear uh, a like a, an old timer, a real real vet, like like you know, praise you for something. For something that you well, yeah, praise you yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. So it's always I always like to prove. I don't know if I'm proving people wrong. I'm just like I'm just going out there and being me, honestly. And I generally have been lucky to have more than more than like more than anything positive reactions. And people do say they genuinely do like me. I haven't had many detractors or people who laugh at it and don't get it, but I'm sure they're out there, honestly. Yeah, I've been very fortunate that uh, I've gotten an overall positive reaction. That's a guy that's criminal on a rank too, Blank. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, that Blank is, is great. Yeah, he might have been drafted in my independent wrestling draft, but he wasn't drafted as Blank. I saw you. You almost wanted to draft me, but I, I did. I did. I wanted to draft Abs, but you know, that's terrible. Okay. <laughs> the joke was the terrible forty. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You draft a lot of good names and a lot more deserving yeah. names. But um. So over the weekend was the contest of champions and what amazing event over 175 different talents from all over the world. It just wasn't New York, Jersey, and PA. I think people flew in from Cali. There was people from there from Vegas, Midwest, Florida, there's people from Florida and yeah. And AR Fox's school and down in Atlanta. Yeah. It was crazy who all showed up for this event. Um, and during this, so that you got to do a... Yeah, this is the Super Camp tryout, yeah. Yeah, the Super Camp tryout. So they broke half the room up, and they all went into the hallway and did promos for Shane Donovan, and then the other half did... Sean Donovan, stuff. yeah. Sean Donovan, sorry. Sean Donovan, and then the other half of the room did uh, in-ring work with Anthony Green. Around the ring was filled with uh, with talent. I don't think... that They should have probably said that the other half of the people you can go and check out, because I think they should have been able to split up the the people that who were at the camp to, cause I don't think a lot of people watched the first groups, uh, promo stuff by the time they realized there was promos going on. Nobody in it, but I think they videotaped them all. And I think they're going to send them all. They're all the, filmed. So, so people are going to see, uh, get see, like see later on. Good. Good. Cause I actually was bouncing back and forth. I was like going between the promo room and the in-ring work. Cause I was, I was just, I didn't really have anything else to do at that point in time. So I was just in awe watching everybody work and really. It was a big space. You could just roam around. It was so, it was, I want more of that 
in the area. I think more talent, I think more promotions who have big venues, AXW, <clears throat> should look to do this. I think it was such a beautifully well done thing and it gave um, talent really good time to like communicate with each other, bond, network with each other, not even just like working in front of other promotions. It was just good to see the talent co and like really just bond with each other. It was really, really cool. But um, you got to team up with Tarzan Duran, which is another guy I'm a very big fan of. I love his yeah, work. Yeah, we worked one-on-one. Yeah, it was yes. fun. And you, got, were you, you guys were given, what, six minutes or something? Or five, five. minutes? Five-minute match? Um, Everyone was really given five. Yeah. So you guys have a five-minute match. And at this point in time, you guys are you're at the point where it's just getting hot, where the everybody in round is still like participating and cheering on the matches because it went long and sometimes it drug out and people, you know, did lose interest. They had, but you they had literally over a hundred talent in there. Yeah. So as you guys are working in the ring, uh, former WWE uh, name Damian Sandow walks in the building, and you guys start working, and I'm I look over at him and I'm watching your match. And he immediately hates it. I don't care what he tells anybody. We were watching him. He literally mouthed, what the fuck is this? That's exactly what he said. And he was trying so hard to hate it. And for about a minute and a half, two minutes, just like I said before, he was trying everything in his power to not enjoy the match. But the boys were behind you guys. The boys were cheering on. The boys were buying into what you were selling as a character. Tarzan kicking the belly. He's shaking his foot off. You guys are, you, you took crazy bumps and cutters from Tarzan off the ropes. So Tarzan got to showcase his abilities to use the ropes. You got to show your case, your ability of your character and doing your, your ab claw and all this great stuff. That and was the, one, yeah. Yeah. And by the end of the match, he, 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 he was sold. He liked what he saw. Like I literally watched a guy in five minutes go from absolutely hating you, your, both of your characters to absolutely loving everything he saw in the ring. And then pulled us aside and talked to us and gave us all almost 35 minutes. Yeah. Give us some really solid advice. Yeah. We were all, it was myself, Hawthorne and a few other people. And we watched the whole thing happen. And then after it went, I'm like, look at, he's talking to him over there. And we just were like, all of us were just all rooting for you guys. And just so happy that you guys had that moment of, winning over someone who has accomplished something in this business and who has, you know, has hit a point where he knows what he's talking about. And the fact that like, he genuinely didn't like it, then fell in love with it and fell in love with enough that he pulled you guys aside to have that conversation. Are you comfortable sharing any of the conversation that was had? It just basically said, praised how different we were from everyone else. Cause this is, and this is of course, no knock on anyone else. They, everyone tried, left it all in the ring, tried really hard and all. And I think everyone did great. Mm-hmm. He did, but he said for us, we did something different. He said with me as a baby face, I was not trying to be Rey Mysterio. If you know, if you get what I'm saying, I was like, yeah. I, it was, I, and I thought it was a perfect mixture. Me and Tarzan, because mm-hmm. uh, me, I'm the character guy. He's the work rate guy. He got to show off his work rate. I got to show I can hang with the, uh, with the work rate and all that, take his moves well and all that. And because Tarzan, he has a great character, great gimmick, great worker. He gets over with moves also. I think Sandow even told him this too. How Tarzan gets over is with moves. Mm-hmm. But he's also a fantastic character visually. And 
and I really and that it was the beginning part was my where my I got to shine basically because that's where because I, I got the crowd behind me I got the crowd work and all that stuff got him to interact no selling the stomach and then throughout the rest of the match he got to showcase his thing which was the fun the fun moves and like and I proved I could take him yeah. but that's that one DDT you sold that beautifully mm-hmm. yes. and he basically taught that's basically what he was telling us and he was giving us this overall advice about how about about how what to um do in between moves and all that stuff that's what gets everything everything going he was just overall uh, a few nitpicks yes but overall very complimentary of our of our whole thing yeah man it was so cool to see him pull you guys aside and talk for sure as long as he did uh man we were all rooting for you guys I, like that was the cool thing too man is like Everyone checked, at least I know the people that I know personally, like the PA people, the Jersey people. They Everyone put their ego aside, man, and they were generally happy and rooting each other on and supporting each other. And, like, if one person that they knew that were in there were working, they were cheering them on, they were giving them the energy they needed. It was just – it was such a cool day, man. I, That's I, what I, I like can't... to do at any wrestling show I'm not booked on or any or anytime I'm done with a match. I'll go in the crowd and I'll – I'll heckle a little. I'll cheer. I'll boo. You know. Mm-hmm. I'll really. I'll really try to interact and get the other crowd members going. Try to take a whole. I'll lead a chant. I'll lead, I'll try to start a clap. Yeah. Anything. I just like to really get involved. I, I just. I guess I'm still a fan because I still mark out for a lot of stuff when I. Just, oh, me too. I just like watching at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I'm not on commentary and I'm just there to support, I, I'll be in the crowds being a psychopath. That's. It, it's a lot of fun. Um. So. You know, this this the, the this year's winding down. I feel like, you know, 2021, 2022, I feel like wrestling bounced back. There's a lot of opportunities for more growth, especially in the independent scene. But I th- I feel like hitting into this 2023 here is going to be big big opportunities for a lot of people to really get in their perspective what they need to do and and mm-hmm. and realize that the traveling has to be there. The realizing that you can't wrestle within 15 minutes of your hometown isn't a thing anymore where you have right. to branch yourself out. What are your plans for this new year? Oh, to definitely, to definitely branch out a lot more, reach out to a lot more promotions, uh, local, um, both locally and further away. I'm, and all that stuff. Um, I really am looking at eyeballing the new England scene a lot more and I like going to new England. So that's a place I definitely I'm trying to make some, make my name in a little more. Some people. I would love to go to Beyond Show. I've been watching them. I've been watching those. Yeah, shows yeah. Forever. I've been going to wrestling. I went to a wrestling open actually on the Thursday before this. Uh, yeah. And I did a tryout match there. Um, but definitely going to keep going with that. Wrestling open is definitely a place I see myself going. Um, Limitless, all that stuff. Blitz Creek is a place I'm. I've been. I've done the smaller shows for, uh, but I'm yet to really. Uh, get on the big shows. That's a, a place I definitely would love to prove myself at. Uh, the PA area is definitely also. Gotta come, gotta come to those first Friday shows at the Sanctuary, man. We love having you. <laughs> I mean, and, and with the occasional New York shows, I guess, but like wrestling in New York City, except for a few places, is kind of eh. But like, and the and that leather commission is nuts, but uh. What's the what's yeah. the new school that Mosh is involved in? That who? That Mosh is working with now. Oh, it's uh that's fall that's from that's Battle Club School Fallout Shelter. Yeah, they look like they're putting on some fun stuff. Those, those them, outdoor shows. Yeah, them T two T have their thing going. 
It's like a, it's like two schools combined to one doing shows, right? They, I think they they shared a building very briefly when one of them lost a building, but now they're they're back to being separate. But they're hmm. they're two uh, pretty top notch schools in uh in the New York City area outside of Hog, obviously. Yeah, How, that's another one I I I need to get. You to work a show. with a lot of the Hog guys. I love Hog. Oh, I love Hog. Love, 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 I've, love. I, I really, I like, I love all the Hog guys too. They're all really such good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never met someone that I that came out of that school that I didn't fall in love with immediately as a person. They're all uber talented and probably have every right to be, to like be big shots and all that. But no, they're all still very humble, cool people. Uh, Scott in the chat, he's from Australia. He said you should definitely come across and go to Australia. Oh yes, I international work is definitely on my list. Australia is definitely on there. Uh, I just gotta afford to travel. So yeah, it is. Anyone in Australia need a guy Scott, with very real abs? That's your guy. Uh, Scott always tells me the prices that do everything in Australia, and it is uh, it is ridiculous. It's just right. so expensive. But uh, yeah, now are you always looking to do the singles thing? Are you looking to tag team up with anybody? Like, oh, do you have any of those like things plans in mind? I'm down for any to tag with anybody. I have, there's a few guys I could be compatible with, but I'm mostly trying to focus on the on the single stuff. But if I'm throwing mm. a tag team, I'll obviously make it work. It yeah. worked with that. It worked very briefly with me and Abby. She's out doing her thing with pancakes, and she's crushing it. Might I say? I'm very proud of her. She's getting some AEW dark it. shows, D- dark impact, all that stuff. Yep, she had a her match for uh, Avery's last match was so good. It was yeah. so. Avery yeah. is is he lives everything up to his name. He's a very. I really person. wish I got to work with him a little more. Yeah. I wish I I wish for sure I could have gotten in the ring with him as an opponent. It was, but I, other than that, I loved I loved coming up. I loved Dasher Hatfield. So just the fact I got the team with them was a was a magical mark mark out moment for me. Yeah, and you got to get involved you in that up by him a little bit. Yeah, huh? I got yep. I got berated by him. I got yeah. berated by Sydney Bacabella multiple times. So, <laughs> who are some names, obviously that that are on your bucket list that you would really love to work with? I have a lot of a lot, top of the list is like the gimmick guys. Um, top of my list, obviously, if there's ever a way to do it, uh, Orange Cassidy. If he if there's ever a way to do it, I want to really really work with him. Fun fact: I worked with him. It at XS at XSW Extremely Serious Wrestling, which is which is all just gaga funny mixed like improv mixed with wrestling in the city. But they have but they broadcasted shows on IWTV. So Orange Cassidy came when he was the IWTV champion, and I was and I was with a guy called Sean from Michaels. Sean and he works at Michaels, the arts and crafts store. Yeah, and I was his bodyguard. I was his heavy, and we got to so that means I got to work with Orange Cassidy a little bit. It was a rumble spot we did. I did with Orange Cassidy, where I tried to claw his stomach. He pulled his hands out of his pockets, smacked my hands away. I just kept doing it, smacked my hands away, and then uh, tried to go double. He blocks it, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I had got to work with him in that in that respect, but like in an actual ring, would uh, just me and him. I, that's the top, definitely top of my list guy. Uh. Kikitaro is someone I also really want to work with. You know who that is, right? The Japanese wrestler with the the pig mat, the pig, the baseball uniform. And oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a guy I really want to. 
And yeah, uh, that'd be a fun one. Someone I saw at Contest of Champions, uh, Shockwave the Robot. <laughs> Shockwave the Robot versus Abs. That would be unbelievable. Yeah. I've, heard, I, I've got to fulfill. Strangely enough, Stan Styles is on my list, and I've got to work with him twice, and I and it was great. And now I'm in his. Now I'm in the creamy world order. So, I love it. Uh, in the in the chat, Ryan Vox. There you go, Commissioner of AXW in the chat. What's up, bud? Yo. Uh, we were just talking about contest of champions, and and that was a fun experience. Uh, while you're in the chat, man, who are some names that stood out stood out to you at Contest of Champions? We're, we're, we're curious. We were just talking about that yes, a little bit. Get back to us with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other names on the independent scene that maybe you, you've seen work and you haven't had a chance to go one on one with? Um, I'd love to work Abby one on one. Honestly, that's mm-hmm. someone. Um, I still, and I still, I'm living. I will. I am going to. Not stop to the end of the ends of the earth till I get my one on one with Big Dust. Uh, you know, you're I was gonna say you've always been petitioning for that Killian match, too. Killian, uh, I wanted to wrestle all the goons one at a time until we build to dust. Yeah, dust is the final one because everyone knows he's really the, the head goon. Yeah, you it's not it's, Killian's the bigger name, but du- we all know dust is the bit is the head goon. Have you ever worked Tommy Vex yet? Oh god, I did it in a rumble once. We had a fun little exchange, but never one on one. That's definitely something. <laughs> you and Tommy would be really funny. You and Miles would be would be fun. Um Yeah, man, there's a lot of fun matches for you. Like because the thing is too is like like I I definitely want to get this out to people too who are listening is like you do obviously you have your character spots and and you hit your marks your character spots, but in the same vein as Orange Cassidy like you can buckle down and put a match on once you get your Gaga out of the way. You know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. what you're doing in there and like, you know, you, you can make it serious. Like I've seen you put on performances where with, with you and Abby, where you're, you know, you're doing your stuff. I really and then, come like, from behind. One match I'm really proud of actually with me and Abby was the, um, the, the tag, the tag team tournament thing, the match we had with the goons, but they were led by Darius Carter this time. Mm-hmm. I, the fact that I got to like, work with Darius Carter for one. That's another guy I would love to go. He's on. amazing. You get a great, I think with me and him, you get, you get a perfect baby face heel, good versus evil story. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. Um, anything else will bring something out of you. Yeah. Anything else in the future that you're really looking to do? Um, obviously more bigger companies like go to the, like get myself a time on AEW or something, get a dark match and AEW dark. Uh, and maybe hopefully, and hopefully further. I don't want to say just dark, maybe further. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there was up? a few tag teams that looked great. Tons of guys did well. I'm very intrigued by the frozen, the frozen fella. Frozen Which fella. Was the frozen fella. I'm not. Oh, um, uh, the the um, the K. Uh, fuck. Uh, what's his name? Oh my God. Yeah, uh, Yusuf. You're you Yusuf. The caveman. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was he stood out also too. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's very entertaining. Uh and he wants to do stuff where uh he wants to do he wants to kind of do a comedy stuff to, at some point where he wants to do the full Encino man where he like gets trained by somebody to learn how to become a human again. Like he wants someone to be his counterbalanced of like complete comedy while he's the serious guy. Hmm. Just putting it out there where he like teaches them the real society of the world that's, and stuff like that. 
let's tease that a bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's something he wants to do. I know Tyrant seen him, and uh, Tyrant was uh, was very like, oh boy, you would fit with us pretty well. Like, you know I actually I mean? would love to see a trio with Tyrant and him. Yeah, um, the Ice Cream Man. Yeah, he was pretty good. He he did all right. He did. He was. <laughs> I'm so down for the Encino gimmick. Uh, I've done it. LOL. Yeah. Tons of cool stuff. Um, I'll give so, you my who said to me, Brute Van Scythe. Yeah. Big man. Real yeah. big guy. Yeah, I liked I liked a lot of people. I thought the uh um I, I mean I've seen him before, but Joey Conway stood out very heavily to me. I think yeah. he's someone that I think more people should be looking at, especially oh, if they need El- a really good heel. Of course, my buddy El Trahabador. The working oh, the working man. man. The working man's great. I love that guy. I've I've partnered with him. I faced him in Fatal Four Ways. I love that guy. He's he pops me every time he gets in the ring. Yeah, he was good. Uh, who was the Australian guy? The guy with the Australian accent? Oh, oh, I think I saw him at Beyond also. Batman Lex, whatever. Yeah, he was pretty fun. He had a good promo. Um, and I I really enjoyed the telemarketer guy, the guy with the, the call center guy. He he stood out to me as well. Or Mr. Clean guy. I, I Mr. Clean's fun. I've worked with him before for wrestling uh, after dark. But yeah. um, so besides professional wrestling, what are some other things, Abs, that are your hobbies? Like that's your your escape, your getaway. Like when you want to when you want to take a break from wrestling and you need to clear your head. I'm a movie man. I watch a lot of movies. Uh, I wanted to be a screenwriter at one point in my life. Maybe one day I still can. It's never too late for that type of stuff. Uh, never. Um, watch a lot of movies, TV shows. Uh, I love sketch comedy. I love British comedy. I love anything, honestly. Art house, art house film. Has there any been any movies lately you've, you've watched that you uh, that you were really impressed with? I don't. I don't. But you, the thing is, though, ever since COVID, I haven't really been able to get to the movies as much as I'd like to. Also, because here in New York, they're disgustingly expensive. I can imagine. To go to the theater, but, I uh, just watched uh, the the Weird Al Yankovic movie. Have you seen? Uh, oh, the weird the, the, the oh the, the parody God. biopic. It's so good. See, I didn't know it was a parody bio biopic. Um, so I had no idea going in. I was like, oh, they're making a Weird Al. Yeah, movie. that's the funny part. Like we, casting Daniel Radcliffe as I mean, that's the whole as him is the funny part of it. Yeah, and I just started watching it. And I was like. He's completely lying in his own movie. This is amazing. Like I, I was pissing myself laughing it's watching like, that movie. The whole thing with that is like he basically had the most normal upbringing ever. But you know, in biopics, you have to sort of be like, oh, drugs, 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 biops, yeah. like rough family life. His dad when almost had, kills him. When weird out like the most straight laced. Yeah. Yeah. And then he becomes a huge drug alcoholic induced uh, character. Oh, he's married to Madonna. It's it's so yeah. In typical biopic, they have the guy they they have the guy they're making the movie about appear in the movie, and he play and I know Weird Al played like a a label exec, right? A label, yeah, Yeah. head of a label. Oh, it was so good. I watched that one recently. Uh, There's something else I just watched too that I thought was pretty entertaining. I think the last really good movie I saw was. I saw that smile movie in, in theaters. Okay. That was that was oh man, that was intense. I just watched Nope. Oh yeah, I heard that was good. It was fun. It was interesting. I feel like for me to go to to me to get up and go to the movies, it has to really, really uh, catch my like really like, catch my attention. Like, yeah, it's I'm waiting. I really want to go and see. 
I right now there's there's one movie out there right now for me that I want to go. Uh, I want I want to go see Black Panther. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think I, I just can, I just I ordered for my count. birthday. Yeah, uh, Clerks Three. Oh, oh, I love Clerks Three. You'll love. I haven't it. seen it yet. I'm, oh I'm boy, trying. you're I'm, in I'm for like, something. I cannot wait. I'm a huge Kevin Smith guy. Me too. Me too. I Did love. Kevin. He, he owns his own theater and he bought a movie theater. Yeah, in I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go to it. Uh, they said he's been doing crazy stuff. Like, like he had like three movies playing in one day, and you buy a ten dollar ticket for all three, and like he's there just hanging out. Me, yeah, me and my me and my friend went, who I got into Kevin Smith. We went down there, went to the secret stash, the comic book shop. Uh, shop. I think we saw a show he did at. We went to see like a, I think it was like a one man, th- like almost like a show Kevin Smith did where he just talked about stuff, but. Mm-hmm. All that stuff, and then the then of course, like a bunch of marks, we took a photo in front of the quick stop, went in, bought some stuff from the quick stop. We had to buy some stuff from the quick stop. I think I bought like a Mountain Dew and a Yodel. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't there a a show. Was it was a Titan? Titan is really close to uh, Red Bank, right? Oh, Titan Championship Wrestling. Yeah. I guess so. I I don't know. Because I know Alex and all went down there for a, for the show, and I was supposed to go and give Philly Mike a ride, but I got my car messed up. I couldn't make it. Right. And then Alex sent me a photo of him outside the quick stop. Like, well, you're listening to the ABJ podcast. I assure you, we are open. And it was the quick stop behind him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I wanted to be there so bad. But That's that right. is definitely on my list. I want to get out to Red Bank. But Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see they're making uh, the Red State 2? Are they? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't get the uh, what's his name back because he passed away. Yeah. Uh, I actually found that movie online. I bought a copy of it um, on eBay. Somebody had it on sale for forty bucks with a steel case. <laughs> nice. Because that's like that's a hard one to find. Uh, I have a I, whole I, box of DVDs. <laughs> yeah, I have Dogmon Blu-ray, which is like a hundred and twenty-dollar DVD uh, Blu-ray because it's discontinued. Right. Dogma. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dogma. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ricky in the chat saying, "What's up, ABJ? What's going on, brother?" Um, but, all right. Well, we're getting close to the end here. If you, if anyone in the chat has any questions, please get them in. We'll, 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 we'll end with some of your questions. Is there anything that we didn't cover, Abs, that you would like to get out there? Um, I don't know. I feel like we covered every base. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm living an uninteresting life right now. So, well, I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh. I know I say this about a lot of the people that you'll probably I'll probably have on the show recently, but there's a reason why I, a lot of you I reach out to and I I want to have on. It's I truly care about you guys, and and like I said, that that I think we made a really good bond at Camp Leapfrog, and then seeing you for the first time in a long time at at High Ten at, that, at Smash Master, that IWA show that that uh, yeah thing that we did. I listened to your commentary, watched the match, like me and saber dorado your bunk mates yeah yeah every time that I, I i do commentary with somebody who's from camp leapfrog i always say that we were we were we were bunk mates. yeah i yeah. i trust you with that like the oh, yeah. like the sanctuary match i did with trajan yeah oh my god that was a great match that was you a good trajan. match too yeah i love trajan we need to get him back I miss into wrestling. Trajan. where's where's trajan yeah he he's he's taking a break from wrestling but we're he's he shows up sometimes just to hang out, but he doesn't get in the ring. I thought he's he, full blown retired. Yeah, he, he did. But we're, we're we're trying our best to to get him back. Uh, Ryan Vox is abs. You're a great dude. I recommend you a lot to promoters on Saturday. Oh, thanks, buddy. 
Thank yeah. you, man. I really appreciate that. Actually, we need some abs at AXW. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I, Could you I imagine you spoke, and Mac coming out with each other, muscles and mullets? <laughs> Actually, I also spoke to Ricardo Rodriguez too at, at that at the thing too, and I'm and hopefully going to get into his promotion too. Yeah, he, I, he likes I, me a lot too. And I I didn't realize that he his new school was in Lancaster, so I I. I right. I put a thing out to maybe come down to the school and, and interview him about the school um, right. for the podcast soon. So that's a possible interview coming up with Ricardo is, uh, for his new his new uh, new school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. PA scene is getting there, man. We're we're we getting a lot of cool people and a lot of cool things happening. But uh, once again, man, I, I really thank you for your time. I love you to death. It's it's always a blast to see you. You're you're one of the best huggers in the business. Every time <laughs> I see, you, I just wrap I'll, my arms around. Always you. give you a, always give a good hug. You're, you are a fantastic it's, hug and, and I, I, and more people should be aware of you and they, sh- and, and the best way to do that is check the links below, follow abs on Twitter, follow abs on Instagram. He does have his own YouTube channel where he puts some of his matches up there so you can check it out. Um, go on IWTV and go through the back catalog of camp leapfrog and watch, watch that stuff back, man. It was really special. It was, it was, it's quite campy. It's yep. corny. It's salute your shorts meets professional wrestling and it's it's you're gonna awesome. see a lot of cool characters come out of there you know, for sure and also go check out Invict- invictus on uh, iwtv go mm-hmm. back and go back and look for the hell's kitchen match with me and miles millennium that's another match i'm very proud of so oh wasn't there you guys went through doritos or something no it was it was pasta pasta thumb pasta yeah. thumbtacks pasta uh you know skewer spot I shot a lemon. It, I squeezed a lemon in Big Dust eyes. Really <laughs> wonderful stuff. That was, that's Invictus. It was for Invictus. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go check that out. But yeah, tons of great content on IWTV. Make sure you go support and and, and follow this guy. He also does have a pro wrestling tea site where you can go buy some T-shirts. I I believe is in his link tree as well. I it's it's I mostly use Brainbuster tees. Go so just check okay. out my Brainbuster tees. Brainbuster tees, the abs. Fun there's stuff. There's two there. abs shirts, right? There's two different abs styles. Shirts, there's there's like only my only abs shirts. There's a shirt I wear a crop top in the ring, and there's a whole bunch of other newer designs out there. And it's it's shirts, hoodies, even face masks and fanny packs and stickers and all that fun stuff. I will get bulk orders, so I will eventually start selling them at shows. Awesome. Uh, another big guy to look out for this year, 2023 coming up is going to be abs. Hopefully there's more people that I, that I work for keep booking him so I can see him at shows. Cause I absolutely love seeing him. He's a bright spot of my day every time I see him, but that's going to do it for the ABJ podcast episode seven in the books with abs. Like I said, if we made it this far, make sure you hit that like and subscribe, follow us on your favorite podcast apps. We did break the, uh, 100 plays over there. We're closing in on 200 plays. Uh, so thank you all so much for the support. If you want to support the Patreon, I do have that link as well, as well as merchandise of my own. So all that helps the channel grow. And uh, we'll be seeing you next time on the ABJ Podcast. We're out of here. Love it.